everybody. Hello, hello. We are in the car, so excuse the background noise if you hear it. I am driving back from Illinois right now with Lindley. <laughs> we just got done with some new DMK training, so we're super excited about that. So fucking excited. <laughs> but this episode will be about more business and how we started up and got to like where we are now. Yeah, so this is business part two. Hopefully we won't ramble as much, but it'll we'll probably happen, so like bear with us. Yeah, bear with us, excuse us, and just love us for who we are. <laughs> okay, do you wanna start? So, startup. I get this question all the time from people. How did you start? Well, I was a saveaholic and I knew someday that I wanted to be a business owner. Um, so from day one, I've always been a saver and I have a savings account and I just kept saving, saving, saving. And I would say like the last six months that I worked for somebody, I hardcore knew that I was going to be leaving. So that's when I saved the most. And I mean, I saved up to $15,000 and that's what I spent when I started my spa up and some people start with nothing. So that's where like Miranda is different than I am. So, so, okay. So like. <laughs> That's a lot of money. I had, I don't even know. I, I had a savings account and then I had, I just had my regular checking account that I would pay everything, like all my bills with. And I did not have that much money in my savings account. I think I probably had like, I don't know. I don't even think I had a thousand dollars in my savings account. All of my money was my checking account. Um, so I basically had three jobs at the time. And so that's what I had to do like how to pay for stuff is like pay as I go and so I didn't have a savings to fall back on so like when I started I literally started with nothing like when I bought all of my equipment that I needed for my room and my back bar I literally had four dollars to my name Ugh, because so scary oh well, yeah dude like I was terrified and like I just kind of just fell off that ledge and hoped like hope somebody would fucking catch me and I had to learn how to fly basically so I kind of learned how it like went and like worked three jobs and just kept going and kept building my clientele and eventually I had enough money to upgrade on my equipment and my back bar and all that fun stuff and five six years later I'm still here <laughs> see and like I'm a planaholic, so that's why I knew someday, like, I wanted to be a business owner, so that's why I saved. So, like, when I started up, I mean, I spent that full 15 grand because of buying back bar, retail, like, my bed, my steamer, the hot towel cabbie, wax pots, product, like, everything. And I literally didn't expect to spend more than, like, $7,000, and then next thing you know, it was $15,000 later, and... Things just freaking, oh, it's crazy how expensive stuff is. They but like, really do add up. Yeah. yeah, they do. And I think, so for me, the minute I became a business owner, I went full on solely business owner. But I was also working for somebody for two and a half years before that, part time being an esthetician. And I also worked at a daycare and I nannied and did, I always had two jobs. I always, always had two jobs and I was saving up. So that's where like Miranda did it right after she became a business owner and I was the opposite of a planaholic. There is no right, no wrong way to anything of how you start up. Yeah. So, so like 
to answer anyone's question on how to start, you just fucking, you just you do, do it. You just start because yeah. there is no written handbook on how to do business. No. And there's never going to be one because everyone does business differently. And if you really, really want to do it like really badly, you will just go for it. Yeah. And it will be terrifying and Amen. you will want to cry most of the time. But um, it is so, so worth it. Like, I would never go back. I would never go back to that girl being so scared of everything all the time. Same. I agree. I mean, like, everyone's startup is different. Everyone's life is different. Everyone's business is different. Because what works for me is not going to work for you. You are going to have to figure out what works for you and do your research. Like... And find what works for you. Take a little bit of everybody's pie, you know, to yeah. create yours. Yeah. I mean, you can, like, find, like, inspiration from other people, but, like, you can make it your own way, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying, like, to copy or anything like that, but, like, you are going to figure it out and what makes you happy and what works for you. Like, I now discovered I only like working you know, Tuesday through Friday, and because I love having my Saturdays off to spend with family, like, that's just what my hours are now, but, like, they used to be, like, Tuesday through Saturday, sometimes Sunday, because I wanted to fit people in, because I was a workaholic, and then I burnt myself out, and so, like, you kind of learn the hard way sometimes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But you honestly just, you literally learn as you go. You do, and that is, I feel like, For me right now, that's the most rewarding, best part of being a business owner is I am learning so much every day and I learn as I go. Like, again, you want to know everything. If you're like me, you're a planaholic, you want to know the future, you want to know everything that's right there in front of you, but like you, you won't know and you're not going to know until you try it, figure it out yourself as you go along. And like Miranda was talking about burnout, I'm hitting that point right now with myself with business and I am working on fixing and changing it. Yeah, and I'm shaking her loose. So, don't worry, guys. I'm working on it. <laughs> hey, it's okay. I'm figuring it out. But it's all a part of business and growing pains. Like, so many growing pains. But, like, I wouldn't trade it for the world and this is the best. Like, it really is. Okay, so, like, what would you do differently that you do now? Back then. Oh, God. Girl. Okay, that's a loaded question. I like, wish. Don't, like... Just pick one thing. <laughs> pick one thing that you would do differently. I would have had more confidence in myself. Confidence. Yeah. yeah. I would have set my prices higher and had fucking confidence in myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would have done differently and not let people walk all over me like that. Again, having the confidence to stick up for what my values are and what is right for me, what works for me. And not always being like, sure, I'll stay late. Sure, I'll do that for you. Oh, sure, I'll give you the discount. Oh, sure, I'll do that just to get people in the door. But then I feel like that's what's also built me to where I'm at and now I'm changing things. But the whole burnout and changing things I wish would be happening because of my past decision of not having confidence. (laughs) So there's what I would change and do differently. Yeah. I mean, I would would change bending over backwards for people Mm -hmm. all the time or not sticking up to my cancellation policy and um just being patient and not so like oh my god I, I'm not gonna be able to fill that spot and it's 
it's okay if that spot is open because someone eventually will come along and fill it um, and not just hold on to the clients that literally make you feel shitty. Um, Agree to that. That's what I would do differently because I've, I've been through, okay, episode number whatever <laughs> is going to be about shitty clients, but because I have, have gone through some shit, but so I guess what I would do differently is have a backbone and say no, because I'm always going to be a people pleaser. That's just how I am. And that's just how estheticians are. Mm-hmm. Like we're very empathic and we're always going to feel bad for the other person because we just take on other people's feelings all the time. And we want to not necessarily fix them, but like be there for them all the yeah. time. So we always put other people in front of us. And I've learned, like, I cannot do that for the rest of my life because it just, like, dwindles you down, mm-hmm. basically. And you... It does. It's know. exhausting. I mean, that's where I am right now because I will do anything and everything for my business because it's my baby. But I'm learning mm-hmm. to have the confidence and faith in myself that I don't need to be that woman who says yes to my clients and put my, puts my clients first before my family. I am suffering in my home life because of that, and so that's why I wish that I would have the confidence and the backbone in the beginning, because now that I have that, it is so hard to reverse that. Yeah. Like, because you're always in the mindset of, like, you're always, like, you're always wanting more. You're mm-hmm. always wanting more in business, and it's really hard to be like, oh, I gotta stop doing that now, but then you're also like, but what if that's not enough? Mm-hmm. It's never going to be enough. <laughs> yes, nothing <laughs> will ever be. <laughs> so, like, you just got to remind yourself and have that mindset, like, you are you, and no one can take that away from you, and people are going to come and people are going to go all the time, mm-hmm. but the people who stay are the ones that you need to focus on because they're your true clients. They'll Amen. never leave you. It's so true. Like, when people used to tell me that, like, I used to think that I needed every Sally, Susie, whatever in my door, you know? Yeah. But now I've realized people come to me for me. They come to Lindley to see Lindley for who I am and what I do for them. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, they will stick by my side. And it has shown that they have been with me. Some of my clients have been with me since I started. And my prices were $30 for a Brazilian, and now they're up to $70 they'll pay for a Brazilian. Like, what? Excuse me? And they've stayed with me that long. And, I mean, people will stay for you always. So, have faith in yourself because you are you and no one else will be you. Yeah. Enjoy who you are and take pride and confidence in it. Yeah, if you need to write it on your forehead, like, you're so fucking great, just write it on your forehead. Yes. So you can look it out in the mirror every day. You're fucking awesome. Yes. Don't let anyone tell you you're not, because you are you and no one can change that. Amen. You're so unique to yourself and your own craft. No one can take that away. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, somebody can do a facial and copycat you and exactly every little thing you're doing, but guess what? Your client's still going to come back to you because they want to see your face. They yeah, want to talk to you. they love your vibe. They yes. love your aura. Mm-hmm. They love everything about the treatment that you give them. So, Amen. 
Um, Wake up every morning and tell yourself you are the best motherfucking queen out there, girl. Yeah, for real. <laughs> because um, we are queens. We are queens. We oh. need to tell ourselves that more often. I feel like as business owners, that's something that we forget to do too, is pride ourselves and be proud of ourselves. Yeah, and I'll fix your crown every day. Mm-hmm. We will help fix your crown, girls. Don't forget. Straighten your tiara. Put those shoulders back, <laughs> chest up. And you will rock that shit. Conquer it. You've got it. Okay, what do you do now that you didn't used to do? What do I do now that I didn't used to do? So. That has made it easier. That has made it easier for me. Having a cancellation policy, one. Um, the minute I added a cancellation policy, I got a bunch of backlash from it and I had some people, you know, freak out about it. But the minute I did that, I gained respect for my clients, made my life easier. Um, so having my rules, like, made my okay. life easier. So what, do you have a card on file? I do. So that is something else that was amazing for me was to get an application to have cards on file. I refuse to book services over the phone. I will walk you through how to book a service um, and I will help you in any way that the client needs help, but they have to have that card on file or if they will send me a deposit, then we'll do it that way and I'll book them over the phone. But like, I have to have that card on yeah. file for my cancellation policy to protect myself. Right. Protect yourself, y'all. Um, I'm trying to think what I do. I stick by my cancellation policy now. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> um, I'm too nice of a person. <laughs> that's my downfall. Um, well, I do now that I didn't use to. But figuring out what I like to do. Okay, so um, when I first started, so I literally was at a salon, at two salons, each for six months. So I was only at a salon based environment for a whole year before I went out on my own so I didn't really have a whole lot to back me up or a lot like a lot of learning in a salon environment it was always just me so like when I went out on my own I didn't know what the fuck I was doing so like I didn't know what I actually truly liked I knew I was kind of good at lash extensions um, and I was kind of good at uh, facial massage but I didn't know how to pinpoint what I really wanted to focus on. I would always do waxing and I am terrible at waxing. Um, so kind of like figuring out your niche and like owning that, that to the point where like, you know, like that's, that's what I want to do for the rest of my career. Um, so I kind of learned that the hard way too because I wasn't at a salon-based environment for a really long time and I literally went from esthetician school to a salon for only a year and then I went on my, on my own. And I didn't have a lot of clientele to back me up so I didn't really know what my niche was at that point. Mm -hmm. I would agree with all of that. Find your niche and what you're good at. Like. I was a one-stop shop in the beginning, like when I worked for somebody and I learned everything. And it's okay to try something and realize you don't like it because I thought that I would love lash lifts. I would love to do lash lifts, brow waxes, brow tints. Guess who hates doing that? Me, you know? And guess who <laughs> thought she would 
hate doing Brazilians and guess whose number one service is Brazilians and that's what she loves to do all day me like it changes over time too like I did lash lifts for so long and finally just kicked them off my service menu and it's the best feeling to kick those services off and figure out what you love but you don't have to know it all in the beginning you'll figure it out yeah you'll figure it out as you go like at first I hated lash extensions I was like what the hell am I doing I wanted to throw my literally throw my tweezers at the wall every single day because I didn't know what I was doing um but then you get you know get the hang of things and I don't know I kind of love it now but finding what you love is the best feeling let's talk about all the hats we wear what hats can we start with a first you are in the treatment room you got that hat to wear of being the empath yes and servicing and learning all of the treatments Mm -hmm. like so I feel like in the treatment room there's so many different things going on because you're learning the services how to give the treatment learning all of the products that you're using in back bar but you are also multitasking by sometimes like for me waxing I'm waxing but talking to my client and being a therapist for them and a shoulder for them to confide into like a person for them to confide in so Mm -hmm. that's one thing I feel like that we do. Oh yeah, I'm a therapist every day. Yes. Um, and I'm not qualified. <laughs> <laughs> for real. I might give you great advice and I'll always be there for you, always. I will, I'm just, I've always been a listener so I'll listen to people's stories all goddamn day because that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. But um, for sure, therapy is what we do too it's like another add-on of what we do oh gosh yes um because we feel so hard you know and love so hard yeah i just want to help all you guys i love you all so much my clients are way more than just clients to me and some people are different about that some people want their clients to just be clients but i love like the relationships that i have with my clients and being a shoulder for them to cry on and confide into Yes. I may not always probably give good therapist advice from a therapist standpoint, but I, I try, man. I try. Yeah. You need to go to therapy, go to therapy. Please, yeah. don't, please don't rely on me. Yeah. I try, but I'm sorry. I'm not that good. <laughs> uh, another hat that I feel like we fill, I mean, social media. Um, yeah, that's a huge one because it takes up so much time and so much effort. Like, you have to... You have to take great pictures, and you have to make things look pretty, and you have to put a caption on it, and then you have to, you now have to make reels, and then it's just like a never-ending thing to do. Like, it's just another side of the business. It's literally business marketing. You're marketing yourself on Instagram all the yes. time, or, in, or social media, whatever media outlet that you use. You're, you're, con- you're always constantly having to do it. Um... Because otherwise, I just feel like you get kind of lost in the dark with everybody else. Because it is such a huge thing that if you don't do it, like you're like closing yourself off. Yeah, to so you're many like closing. Like, yeah, you're closing yourself off to so many other opportunities or clients yep. that could potentially find you. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then with business, like the business side of all of that, business marketing, figuring out algorithms, the hashtags how to caption something that's going to be captivating for people. It's a full-time job. It literally is. It is a full-time job. Up on top of your 
24-7 business. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like the other hat we were being the receptionist, taking the calls, taking the texts all the time, you know, doing all the customer service work. Like, oh my God, yes. So customer service. I am one for customer service. Like I've been in the customer service industry since I was 16. So like customer service is huge to me and I kind of bend over backwards for people all the time because that's just how I truly feel like I should be treated. You know what I mean? Treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how I do that. So like if someone is disappointed in the service I did and you actually tell me that way I know then I'll be like oh for sure girl like come in and we can fix this yeah for you you know what I mean being nice a nice human being yeah because it's not it's literally not about my group I would rather keep the, the client depending yeah. on the situation oh yeah obviously gotta have different uh, De- standards there yeah depending on the situation but like I'm always willing to make someone happy, you know, mm-hmm. rather than get, like, money from it. You know what I mean? Oh, God, does yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it does not like, 100%. Like, that's another thing, a word of advice. Like, the money will follow once you are doing the right thing and, like, servicing people to make them happy. Obviously, you're not going to bend over completely backwards to give no, people free stuff like, all the time. sure that they're okay. Like, I'll, yeah. like... Okay, so, like, if I have, like, a facial client come in and I do a service on them, it's, like, their first facial ever. I'll always text them the day after or a couple days after and be, like, hey, like, did you enjoy your facial service today? So, they know that you care. Yep. You know? Oh, yes. Do you do that? So, my app, you know, sends out a email to do a review. And every time somebody leaves a review, I will then message them back about it. I'm not going to lie, I am slacking in this department. I used to be really good about it. I would send out letters to everybody, like, thank you for coming in for your facial today. I hope you enjoyed it, blah, blah, blah. Like, I would do thank you notes and thank you cards to people. But now that I've gotten so busy, I don't have time to do that because I'm already texting clients Mm 24-7. And I feel like I've built up relationships with people I've already had. So, I guess I'm bad about that. Um, it's not that I don't care. I 100% care so much about every one of my clients, but I give my all 150% in the treatment room. And then, like, I mean, I'll text them, like, their uh, skincare routines or things like that after, but I guess I slack about that. I used to be so good about it, but now I've gotten super busy where I just, okay. I don't know. Like, customer service, there's a lot involved in it all. That people just don't see and realize and understand. Okay. Um, I don't know. I always just try to make it right without bending too far backwards out of what works for my limits. Yeah. And, like, you know your limits. Like, some people will say, like, oh, I would refuse to go deliver product to their house. They would have to come to me to pick it up. And where I'm like, well, I'm on my way home already. I'll go take it to them. Like, why not? So you've never had anyone like complain about something? Uh, like, not that I know of. Say no if you yeah. had Not that I know of. 
off the top of my head right now. Actually, no, okay. I did have one client message me, and she goes, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't like um, my brows this time around, like, compared to what we did last time. I'm like, well, I did the same exact thing that we did last time. I'm so sorry that you're unhappy with your brows. You know, like, I just deeply apologized, and I assured her I did the same thing, and I told her, like, because they, they looked too dark for her, and so I told her, I was like, well, go get in the shower, and rinse your face off and scrub your brows right now it'll fade them and I like explain the situation of how soon they'll fade how to take care of them um so I mean I walk my clients and talk them through everything and they are always available to text me 24 7 yeah. so I mean for you for facials do you do all your laundry yourself at home you're a laundromat <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't take it home anymore. I used to mm -hmm. when I was at Sola, but um, we have an in-unit laundry that I do. Oh, where you're at now? At Lavish, yeah. That's awesome. So I um, do all my laundry there, and, like, we share laundry, so, like, I'll fold other people's laundry, they'll fold my laundry. Oh, that's awesome. Type thing, so it's really nice. So that's what we do. Yeah. But laundry is a bitch because I'm always doing laundry. Dude, I'm always real. doing business laundry not my own laundry uh-huh so there's that i don't think people realize when they sign up to be an esthetician that they're going to be stuck doing laundry 24 yes. 7 washing the same towels over yep. and over and over again always so like cleaning we're always cleaning too yeah i'm always cleaning everything like i think that's probably like half my day <laughs> yes is cleaning stuff and cleaning takes a while to sanitize everything properly and do what you should do. Mm -hmm. You gotta I mean, have multiple of everything. Yeah. And then something else that I feel like takes a lot of time too that people don't realize. Ordering. Like I'm always placing orders for things. Yeah. See that's what I'm bad about. I'm bad about inventory. Getting better at it guys. Mm -hmm. um, and keeping things on the shelves. Um, and like ordering what I need for that month. Like I wish I was better had a better schedule of like when to order like some people do it once a month some people do it like every other month or every three months or you know sometimes people put huge orders in and do every six months mm -hmm. but I need to be better about that honestly it's also a process that you'll figure out like I still haven't figured something out I just see things are low and I'm like okay great gotta place an order but yeah. finally getting to the point where I'm pulling um my like my sales sheets once a month and seeing what I sell every month the numbers and quantities of everything I sell every month to then just be able to place like kind of reoccurring orders of what I know I sell the most of things like that trying to get a little bit better more organized with that kind of getting to that point but inventory the back end of buying stuff finding what you want like when something breaks like when my steamer broke and trying to do the research to find the next right steamer mm -hmm. it took me a while it took me a few days to figure out what I truly wanted yeah like some of that I feel like just takes forever it does take time because you want to you know have the best of the best of something you know mm -hmm. give the quality yeah. alright so another rule that I feel like we always are doing is customer service stuff yeah always there to please the client and take care of anything that happens yeah and we're literally the ones that have to take care of business <laughs> everything no one 
above us. Like we're we are the CEOs of our company. There's no upper management. There's no one to go to to be like, hey, can you take care of this Karen today? Like yep. we have to do that. Yes. Um, and so it's really hard because sometimes people don't take it as seriously when you're on your own and you're you are your own like CEO of your company because it's just you. And so they don't recognize it as like just because we're not a franchise does not mean we're like a liable company that you have to mm-hmm. not obey. What's another word than obey? Uh, like respect. Yes, respect. That's Sorry. a good one. Obey is a really bad word <laughs> to explain that. But but like respect, like just a respective like a respectable company. Like we're just as respectable as any other like company like Walmart or anything like that. Yeah, and I just feel like it's so hard for us because there's nobody telling us what to do in those situations. No. We have to figure it out. Yeah. So if someone was, like, getting nasty or, like, someone was, like, complaining about something, like, out of left field where you know you didn't do anything wrong, like, we still have to take care of that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's another very big role that I'm not a fan of. (laughs) Because it's hard. customer service is hard. Like, I pride myself in customer service, but, like, also people, like, try to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's shitty and it always happens. And I think it's because we are on our own. People are more likely to take care of small businesses or take advantage of small businesses. Yeah. Because when it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. That makes sense? Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. That makes total sense. But, you know, like... Through all those Karens that we might have. Sorry if your name is Karen out there. But we love our good clients. Like those good clients make it all worthwhile. So it's not all negative. We've got some goodies in there. But customer service is a huge, huge role that we have to no, fill. it's not always negative. I'm just saying like that's just like how it be sometimes. Yeah. That's just how it be. That's just reality. Like, it, yeah, that is literal reality <laughs> within the business like that you have to take care of on your own. Mm-hmm. All right, what else did we say that there's another hat and roll to fill for us? <laughs> Look at us, man. We literally just talked about this. We did. Okay, hold on. So another role, I feel like, that takes up so much time, education. Yes. Finding the quality lines and education that you want to be part of takes time to even research um, because it's not all like laid out there like in front of you like you literally have to like search for it and then making sure like it's quality education that you're paying for because it does cost money and for like for aesthetics you have to have eight hours of continuing education um to keep up with your um, aesthetics license. Mm-hmm. And you have to do that every two years. Which is not, eight hours is like, really no. not that much. Um, so I'm really not complaining about that, but I'm just I'm just saying like, We're we always have to go out and like, always learn new things because the industry is always changing and evolving. Like, lashes for instance, weren't huge back then. Like, everyone gets lashes now. Or, like, brow lamination is a huge thing now. 
happening like two, three years ago. You know? Yeah. And the GMK class we just took, like, that is booming right now. Mm-hmm. And they've been around for a really long time, but I didn't know about them until like this just this past year. Yeah. You're always, always doing research to find new things and it it's amazing like how you will continue to hit a goal of yours like this DMK like we've done it we're doing it and I'm sure in another six months we'll find something else too to continue our education we're always always growing and learning like it's a never-ending battle you you should not stay stuck in the same tracks like I mean you can't so like me being an acne specialist and Brazilian specialist I'm gonna stay stuck within that but learn more to benefit my clients within those realms, you know? Yeah. How are you going to evolve their skin? How are you going to change their skin? Like, yeah. It's a constant learning curve. Always, always learning home slices. That um, brain never stops. <laughs> Another thing, I don't know what position you want to call it, like manager, I, I don't know what you want to say, but creating like the protocols for things, the consent forms, like... Yeah. All that back into business. Mm-hmm. Putting it to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sending them out. And like, um, being the receptionist. Like, you have to schedule everybody. Um, like, even with online booking, like, it makes it easier. But it's still, like, people will always reach out to you. Be like, you know, that they actually won't work with me. Or, like, my schedule is changing. So, you constantly have to figure out, like, the back end of your schedule. Like, how am I going to still fit her in? Yes. <laughs> like, in the schedule. And it takes a lot of time doing that. Like, yeah, it is time consuming. And this is something, too, within all of this. I feel like nobody taught me in the beginning to tell me this is all a part of your work day, too. Like, you don't have to do a full eight hour work day of clients and then between then, before and after, do all of this other stuff. Like, you're, I mean, as a business owner, you're working all the time it feels like but I mean I love what I do but I wish somebody would have told me like Lindley when you're creating that consent form and texting your clients back that is work that can be considered your eight hour work day that is work yeah that's why being a business owner is 24 7 because you're constantly working mm-hmm. so going back to the whole like work day okay so I work sometimes 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. at night or 12 until 8 or whatever so like after 8 o'clock is when I cut off so like I've also found that boundary like I will not text clients back until the next day because I it also like time consuming like it's a, you're just adding on more hours of your day yes oh you like you do that do 24 7 I'm addicted to my phone to reply back to people and I've been getting way better about it way better yeah I like sometimes I just want to like put my phone in a lockbox and mm-hmm. like walk away because it's just too much sometimes oh yeah and I mean the constant burden of it being there I, I really have thought about getting a second phone to keep at work to keep work at work yeah, but then you want to just yeah like balance two phones then. yeah but it's I mean, you gotta have boundaries with yourself, and I've been getting better about it. I turn my phone on silent or do not disturb mode after a certain time, um, and I don't turn it back 
off of silent until like I'm completely done and ready for the day the next day like for myself to give myself my me time mm -hmm. so I'm not like engulfed in work all the time yeah like I literally have a bedtime for my phone and for me so yes. remind me like I need to go to bed so like I'm an old lady I'm only 28 but I feel like I'm an old, I'm an old lady and I go to bed at 9 30 so my phone literally will go black and white at 9 30 so it'll tell me like Miranda like go to bed <laughs> I love it so I love that we all need to have the boundaries like that for ourselves so yeah so set your boundaries um don't let Karen's ruin your life <laughs> um what else did we talk about create the life you want to live and stand up for yourself yeah. find your niche find out what you truly really love to do happy <laughs> you yes. are literally the only one's gonna make you happy so, so create true. the life that you truly love to live so you don't have to feel like you're working all the time uh-huh amen to that's that my sister that's my advice and don't forget to be confident with yourself and love yourself and be proud of yourself every little win that you do and every little thing that you do you did that. You accomplished that. Be proud of yourself for it. Those little wins are big wins because they do create the big wins for yourself. So don't forget how amazing you are. Yeah, seriously. But that's uh, a lot of the different business roles. Yeah, different I feel like we rambled a lot, like always, but I hope it made sense to you guys. Um, we love you guys. Yes. Thank you for listening to our crazy rants. And um, Amen. Yeah, we're going to try for an extra... <laughs> four hours now so and don't forget we have our instagram and facebook pages now of behind the mask and then we also have our email of behind the mask 2021 at gmail.com if you love what you're listening to let us know if you hate it i mean let us know too so we can fix something <laughs> but share if, it with a friend share yes. it with a colleague um if this helped you out uh, follow Lindley and I on Instagram as well. We love yes. you guys. Tag um, us and stuff if you share it. We want to see the love. Yeah, always reach out. Like, uh, we're always here to help. Mm -hmm. um, if you truly want a certain podcast and need help on something, shoot us a DM so we can help you with that. We'll record something on it. Yeah. So, but other than all of that, yeah, we're going to have a good night driving until 12 in the morning. <laughs> so, Heck yes. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.